Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's partial perspectives in honor of the Rafush Lema, the complete and speedy recovery of Aravamita Ben Shoshana, Lehman Shabbat Kittel, and Shaul Ben Brita. This week's partial perspectives are dedicated in memory of my grandfather, Yaakov Yesep Ben Arya Leib, Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yochimir Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is dedicated in honor of the Yortzite of Arav Yaakov Tzvi ben David Sachs, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory. He was a Chief Rabbi of the United Kingdom from 1991 until 2013. An author of 25 books, his impact and influence was worldwide. His profound wisdom propelled him to the world stage where he guided people with empathy and compassion. He returned his holy soul on the 20th of Cheshvan in 2020, but his teachings continue to inspire people across the globe. May his impact continue to grow, and may his memory be a blessing for all. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Vayera, Father to Fatherhood. Our Parsha begins with God appearing to Avram Avinu after just having a bris milah, a circumcision. To ease his pain, God made the sun exceptionally hot so there would be no travelers for Avram Avinu to host in his tent. But after seeing how much it bothered Avram, God sent three angels in the form of men to visit him. Avram saw these travelers and brought them into his tent to wash their feet and cool down in the shade. He asked his wife Sarah to make three matzahs for his guest as it was the holiday of Pesach, and then he sent his son Ishmael to slaughter three small calves for his guest to eat. And although he just had a bris milah, a circumcision, Avram attended and cared for each traveler and angel. One of the angels had the responsibility and the honor to inform Avram and his wife Sarah that they will have a son in precisely one year. Listening from the tent, Sarah began to laugh, thinking it was physically impossible for her to have a child. But God was not impressed with Sarah, and he turned to Avram and he said, Why did Sarah laugh? And therefore, the baby, born a year later, was named Yitzchak, which stems from the Hebrew word for laughter. The other two angels left Avram's tent and proceeded on with their mission. One angel was tasked with destroying Sodom and Amara for their wickedness, for their evilness, for their depravity and immorality, while the other angel was to save light Avram Avinu's nephew and his family and bring him to a safe location. However, a question comes to mind. When the two angels left Avram's tent, the Torah details God's thoughts and then the conversation that resulted from it. The Pasuk writes that God was thinking, Shall I hide from Avram what I'm about to do to Sodom and Amara, that I will be destroying it? So God told Avram that he was about to destroy Sodom and Amara for their wickedness and depravity. Naturally, Avram argued with God and pleaded with him to save human life. But why did God need to tell Avram what he was about to do? Furthermore, why did Avram argue and negotiate with God to save the evil and wicked people of Sodom and Amorah? Rashi, Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the leading commentary on the Torah, gives a simple explanation. He answers that God promised Avram that his children and descendants would inherit the land of Israel, or at that time, the land of Canaan. And since Sodom and Amorah were a part of Israel, God wanted to let Avram Avinu know what was about to happen to his land. 
However, the Orachim HaKadosh, Rav Chaim Ibn Attar, a Moroccan commentary and Kabbalist, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He answers that Avram just had a name change, from Avram to Avraham. And this was because he was about to be the father of many, many nations. And since he was given that designation, God wanted to let Avram Avinu know what was about to happen to his people in Sedaim and Amara. As any parent would have done, Avram Avinu argued with God and fought for their lives despite them being sinful and being corrupt. Ever since Avram became the father of many nations rather than just a family, he struggled with any loss of life and felt compelled to say something. Conversely, when we see the story of Noach and the Ark, when Noach was told that there will be a mabal, that there will be a flood, and that will destroy humanity, he did not pray, nor did he negotiate for their survival. While being a devoted and righteous follower of God when no one else was, he would not be the father of many nations. Whether he lacked the ability or the belief that he can spare the world, he did not ask God to save the world, to save their lives. Because of this crucial difference, Avram is the father of many nations and the first forefather of the Jewish nation. There are so many lessons to learn from Avraham Avinu, but most important ones are his belief and trust in God and his love for humanity. Avram understood that each human being is a child of God and inherently valuable. This implies that every individual is necessary and essential to implement God's desire in this physical world. He passed down this understanding and awareness to every Jew so we can fulfill our purpose and reveal the ultimate redemption. In our daily life, we must realize that expecting others to think and act like we do will lead to constant frustration. Every person is going through their own journey with trials and tribulations shaping their worldviews and opinions. This singularity makes each of us special, precious, and irreplaceable. But most importantly, this change of mentality will stop the cycle of disappointment in others when failing to live up to your expectations. And this will rekindle your faith in every person's potential to accomplish far beyond your imagination. I will conclude with one of my favorite quotes from Rabbi Sachs. Faith is the knowledge that we are here for a reason, and that in our journey through life, God is with us, lifting us when we fall, forgiving us when we fail, believing in us more than we believe in ourselves. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.